right, you guys, welcome back to episode two of our newest season. You have Coach Zan, Coach Kristen, and Coach Morgan on the mic today. And um, we wanted to kind of talk about um, seasonal affect disorder. I know that we've all heard it, and sometimes people make a joke about it, but it's a real thing. And I know that everyone is experiencing a lot of crazy weather right now. So we just felt like it was very appropriate to talk about it now and how it really can, you know, interfere with your health goals. But um, first, if you are new here, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you want to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com to book a free consult call. And that is Habit with a Y because I know we spell it funky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's dive in. So obviously we all live in different areas. I live in San Diego. Um, Morgan, you are in Oklahoma. Yes. And Kristen, you are in Texas. Yes. So what is the weather like right now with where you guys are at? Everything. It feels like everything. (laughs) We had um, snow last week, like negative temperatures. It was so cold our power even went out for a little bit it was oh, actually God. slightly scary for there for a minute i was like okay they better get this back on because our um house temperature significantly dropped within like 30 minutes it was yeah. a little scary yeah. we were like okay we need to like start to figure out our plan if they don't get it on soon but luckily they got it back on and now this week it's been raining we've had some ice and yeah it's just been very depressing yeah very dark I- Morgan, that like takes me back to, oh gosh, we were going on three years now, but when Texas had that big freeze in 21 and um, I'm probably triggering any Texan right now that's listening to this, this. but um, no, like everyone lost their power and their water because we just are not used to the cold at all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Temperatures were Mm. dropping in houses and apartments like so fast. I remember my aunt was like 45 in our house tonight. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. My oh gosh. My gosh. Um, That's horrible. Luckily, we didn't get that bad this time, but we yeah. did get down to like eight. It didn't, like, we got lucky and it never like snowed and rained while it was cold, but it was like 18 degrees here, which we are yeah. not used to. I'm in Houston, so like the southern part of Texas. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it was so cold. I yeah. can't. Now we're in the the big swings where it's like 40 degree swings from the morning to the afternoon. And that is always very confusing. Like 30s in the morning, 60s in the afternoon. You have to like change clothes. I was just going to say, you have to change your clothes so so many times or bring a jacket with you everywhere you go. Yeah. It's it's annoying. (laughs) I have neighbors here that are from Denmark and they spend Mm -hmm. all Christmas, like all December in Denmark. And they came back like a day before it froze here. And I was like, you brought this weather with you. <laughs> and like, I know, I'm sorry. But they asked, they're like, I saw the temperature in a few days. Like, how do we dress for that? And I was like, you just, know. you change multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. The worst is if you're vacationing somewhere where the weather is, dip- um, you're like, oh my God, I'm trying yeah. to pack efficiently here, but I can't mm-hmm. because I, can. I have to change 500 times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm an overpacker, which you all know. Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, so whenever that happens, I'm like, I need like three suitcases here because I don't know what to wear. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah it's, it's hard. It's rough. 
Speaking of freezing temperatures, I don't know if you guys are football gals and have been watching the playoffs, but did you see that Chiefs game where his Patrick Mahomes helmet exploded because it was so you didn't see that? We didn't see that. I didn't see that part. It was like a negative thirty-three wind chill. Mustache the coach's um, mustache froze. I saw yeah. that. I didn't know his helmet yeah. Okay, explo- exploded, I feel like, was really dramatic where <laughs> I saw crap. it. But a huge chunk flew out. Oh, so there was a big piece of his helmet that came flying out in the middle of a play. You can YouTube it. The, the video is everywhere now. But it is That's insane. insane that it... I don't know how I almost... Yeah, I know. I was like, there has to be a temperature that it gets to where it's just unsafe for the yeah. f- players. And yeah. I would imagine yeah. when your equipment no longer protects you, that's the time. <laughs> that's the sign. That, that's yeah. the sign. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, yeah. Crazy. that's crazy. I know that last week, um, Buffalo had a huge blizzard and they were paying yes, I was civilians to, yes. to, <laughs> to shovel snow. Shovel. <laughs> yes. Which honestly, I think they gave them like it. free admission funny. or like free food or something like Heck yeah, sign me up, I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know how many people would probably kill to just be in a stadium and, like, yeah. help the I think, team? Yeah. <laughs> I think they could sit wherever they wanted, too. So you Ooh. could go and shovel snow and, then like, sit super close. That'd super be close. Sweet. Yeah, yeah I know, because they ended be up awesome. having to postpone that game because oh, of yeah. the mm-hmm. snow. Yeah, yeah. because it got mm-hmm. so crazy. Why yeah, I've seen stadium- TikToks with, like, New York, yeah. of New York, and there's just so much snow. I'm like, that's scary. It's like being yeah. Yeah. almost buried. That's I, probably I really triggering it. for New Yorkers. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> I just am like, why are all these back east stadiums not domes? Like, they should all be domes. It doesn't I make know. sense to me. That makes no sense. Especially because We're, football goes through winter. Yes. Like, it is through the coldest yeah. months. The yeah, new like Charger so Stadium that got built in LA in LA has a dome. It's like yeah. why yeah. do we Texas have a dome has a dome for the Globe yeah. Life Field and for <laughs> yeah. AT&T Stadium. But yeah, it's that doesn't bizarre. make any sense. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to get on it. it. Yeah. Well, speaking of SoCal, here in San Diego, I mean, obviously it's normally sunny and beautiful, but we just had flash flood warnings this morning and when I tell you the city has no idea what to do when it rains, I mean, it is absolute mayhem on the road. Like, I don't even like driving because no one knows how to drive in it. And you just see, I mean, you hear sirens all all day. Um, but, I mean, today was pretty crazy. It's flooded. Like, any restaurant, business, anything, like, on the beachfront, completely flooded. And then I was just telling you guys, like, the gym that I go to, flooded, canceled classes. It's just, it's wild. Holy cow. I've lived here for 10 years, and they still haven't figured it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're like, one day it'll just stop happening. Maybe it won't happen this year. I know. Happens every year. (laughs) (laughs) Or something crazy, I should say. I feel like there's always wild weather. I am ready for the warmth. I thrive in the warmth and I am ready for it, which is why this topic came to mind because I truly do. And I'm curious if you guys too, like experience seasonal affect disorder. 
And if for any of you guys have never heard of that, it's literally just during the winter and colder months, especially in certain places like Seattle or um, obviously East Coast. San Francisco is another one. Um, people become extremely depressed and we get affected by the weather. And a lot of people think, you know, you're just being dramatic, but it's it's a real thing. It's a real diagnosis. And so we wanted to just chat about what we do, what we experience as coaches, um, and the best advice we can give our clients when they're experiencing this, because probably a lot of them are experiencing it right now with all the gnarly weather. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I've talked to a decent amount of my clients about it. They're like, how do I uh, do this? And I'm like, it's a great question. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, Chris- yeah. yeah. What do you experience the most, Kristen? Like when it hits you? I, um, so I work out in the morning. I just, I can't work out at night and I work a corporate job. And so when five o'clock hits, like, and I'm switching over to my habit check-ins, the last thing I want to do is go exercise if I'm being honest. So I find myself having such a hard time getting out of bed. Um, especially if I'm like warm and cozy under the covers and I know when I get out of the covers, I'm going to be cold. Um, just like, that is so much harder in the winter months. Um, and I mean, honestly, I have it on my side, not really on my side, but the gym I go to, if I cancel like within a certain amount of time, I get charged, which I think is probably for a good thing because I would yeah. cancel a lot during the winter months. Um, Holds you accountable. But, yeah, but I'm like, I'm not paying to not even go. Um, but it's it, that's what I struggle with the most. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it ever affects your eating habits? Like, do you crave more comfort foods? Um, You know, anything like that? Yeah, I crave a lot more. I I crave warm foods, which Mm -hmm. I feel like warm foods are typically a lot more calorically dense. Like, it's not fresh fruits and, like, vegetables. I'm like, I want soups with, like, you know, sour cream on my chili and cheese. Mm -hmm. And I just want warm foods, which sometimes those are not like the most macro friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I like tend to comfort foods during that time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Morgan? What do you feel like it's like, or or how does it hit you the hardest? Um, Definitely what Kristen said. said, um, I feel that same, same thing. Um, I think my thing is the time change. So whenever we Mm. switch, I I hate it. And I've talked to all my clients about this. They're like, oh my gosh, she's talking about this again. But it (laughs) is the worst. And I know that we're not doing it after this last like spring forward. It's official. No more time changes. Is it really? But yes. Finally. Yes. They've been talking about it for years. Yes. Yay. Yay. But, um, yeah, that's the hardest thing for me every single year is the sun setting around like five, five thirty. like mm-hmm. that is actually depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there is you know, that's linked to science too. Your body, whenever you get that vitamin D being outside, it makes you feel happy. And so whenever yeah. we don't have that, it truly um takes a toll on just mood and everything, especially mine. Um, but that's probably the hardest thing is just not being able to go outside as much with the crazy weather and then also just not getting much daylight. Like and mm-hmm. 
and there's just something about it whenever the sun sets and it gets dark outside like I feel like okay it's about you know time to go to bed that kind of thing and it's six o'clock yeah (laughs) like oh okay what do I do it is wild where your productivity just plummets when Mm -hmm. it gets dark and it's like why Mm -hmm. because when the sun was setting closer to 8 p.m like there were nights I'm not joking I would work till 8 30 maybe and be completely mm-hmm. fine just go right mm-hmm. to bed and now five o'clock I'm like nope my day's done I'm good like yeah. what what it is it is really crazy how much it really yep. can affect you and your mood Truly. um and to your point Morgan you know one of the fur or one of the first things people do for um seasonal affect disorder is light therapy because that's mm-hmm. how important it is to be outside in the sun mm. And so it really, I mean, honestly, we don't have like this huge issue here in San Diego. <laughs> we get, we get sunshine, but if I were living in a different area, I absolutely would have to have light therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. What is I light mean, therapy? Yeah. I need to know more about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a certain like UV light. Um, I'd have to look up the specifics, but mm. you literally get a light box and you sit in front of it and it mimics the sun. So it is a certain UV, and if you, um, I want to say you do it like 20 to 30 minutes a day, and it Mm -hmm. literally mimics basically the feelings, um, you know, and the positive emotions we get, like being out in the sun and being outside. And so it typically is the first form of, um, you know, therapy or whatever for something like this, because obviously seasonal affect disorder is basically depression. And obviously it surfaces in different ways, like, you know, all of us just talking about how it affects us. I mean, I know other people out there experience the same thing, but basically you need to look at it as depression and how would you treat depression? And I mean, there's tons, obviously, of different routes besides light therapy. You have talk therapy if you needed to go see a therapist. You have antidepressants if it truly got that bad. I do know um, some people who get on antidepressants right before the season's about to hit because they know it's coming and so they're doing more proactive work preventative work and truly I would probably be right there with them if I lived in an area that was like gloomy and cold all the time Mm -hmm. um honestly like areas like San Francisco Seattle they not to get morbid but they have a higher suicidal rate because of the depression people yeah. experience I've always and heard so. about that for Seattle which yeah is yeah. really sad of course but mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy well it's, so, it's crazy too mm-hmm. especially with I think about this and I talk about this with my friend like or my friends now in um you know yes over winter months but society nowadays just like doesn't go outside as mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. and like it really is prevalent how it makes you feel like we um my husband actually showed me this really funny video and it's like someone talking to a therapist and it's like have you gone outside no have you eaten well no I saw that have exactly you video. um like talked to anyone no have you <laughs> it just like listed all these things and she's like no and then at the end it's like have you gotten enough sleep and she's like ah yes that one yes, yes. that one yeah <laughs> but it's like those things really are important and like 
I don't know about y'all, but when the sun goes down so early, like, I don't really love going out when it's super dark outside. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-mm. and so, you know, social activities have been less and I'm just find myself to be less social. I'm not outside in the sun and all these things that like, I think we all just dismiss are actually so, so, so important and like have mm-hmm. a correlation. Like, well, no wonder why we're sad. Like we're inside trapping ourselves not talking yeah. to anyone, not seeing the sun. And it's just, I mean, it, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It has yes. a trickle effect for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And you guys know I'm super social. I love going out like every <laughs> single weekend with my friends. And the winter months, I'm just like, why would I want to go out? It's freezing. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. No, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. So then you inevitably stop being as social as you once were. And when you're depressed, you isolate because mm-hmm. you don't want to get out of bed. All you want to do is sleep. And actually, if you sleep too much, it actually makes your depression worse. Yeah. And so it just like has this snowball effect. But, you know, I was reading up a little bit more about this topic because I knew we were going to discuss it today. And, you know, some of the things that we talk about our clients like on the reg are things that actually become even more vital for you to prioritize if you are experiencing this, like sleep hygiene, like stress management and mm-hmm. getting outside, making sure that you still stay social. It doesn't mean you have to like go out and drink on the weekends, but getting together with friends, you know, and having yeah. that company, even if you're inside, you know, you're still having that interpersonal, um, you know, conversation that helps you kind of get out of that black hole that you might be experiencing. Yeah. So how, what have you guys done, like, have you guys taken any proactive steps when you start to feel this way and you do feel like, you know, your motivation is lacking and it's starting to impede on your health goals? Like, is, has there been a moment where you're like, all right, enough is enough and I need to do something? Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I kind of experience this just every year. So whenever this is, um, you know, winter is coming up, I'm like, all right, start to think of some things that make me feel good, make me happy, spark a little joy, that kind of thing. Um, so some just off the top of my head is, um, this is very service level stuff, but um, I love going and getting my nails done during the winter. I do that more often during the winter. I'm not a nail girly, I don't get them done all the time, um, but in the winter time, it's just, it's fun. I like to have cute nails during the winter, um, and it just gives me that little bit of, like something to look forward to. And especially if you do it with a friend, even better. You're inside in the exactly. nail salon. It's a great little one just to mm-hmm. make it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like and then for me this year specifically, um, I kind of talked about this on the last podcast, but just setting some goals um, just to help with this time of year, starting a new year, all of that. And one of them was to read more. Um, and I did start that and it was nice to have something else to do besides watch TV. Cause that, I feel like that's kind of everybody's default. Like during the winter time, mm-hmm. most people probably watch more TV, myself mm-hmm. included. Um, and so I wanted to do, the, to do that, start reading more. And um, yeah, so that's a, another one that I've really liked. And then trying new recipes, which is great for all of the habit clients out there or just people who are tracking macros to really um, kind of expand your recipe book or whatever, you know, just trying some new stuff, figuring out what works for you, um, and make it fun. You know, you and your spouse can do it or, um, just someone, a friend or whatever. And that's another fun way just to get some new stuff going and kind of put your energy into something. Um, 
but I have a huge list. I, I can keep going or y'all can <laughs> piggyback <laughs> off that. But I was just trying to think of things that I'm like, okay, what what can I do um, just to spark a little bit of joy? And that's mm-hmm. always kind of the topic that I try to focus on is like, okay, what makes me happy whenever I can't go outside? And so yeah. that's mm-hmm. kind of where I went from there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you got your like cool little walking tread now or your yes. desk tread. Uh, I was going to yes. bring that up is yep. people who live in the snow and can't really get to the gym. I mean, that is the first thing that I would do. You yeah. need one. I have been trying <laughs> to get everybody to buy one. I'm like, you need this. It's 200 bucks. It's not that expensive. And it no. it's a great investment. I literally yeah. use it every day, several times a day. And it has saved me. So I wish I could teach my dog how to use it because whenever the weather is (laughs) shitty or like it's raining, I don't take her on walks. And so, and I feel so bad because she's just staring at me and Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, I wish I could teach you how to just walk on a tread. Like, I mean the freaking dogs, you know how to like skateboard. I'm like, dang, there's probably a way. Maybe I've tried, I've tried so many times I've gotten her on it and I'm like trying Mm -hmm. to walk with her and she just doesn't understand what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was thinking about that today because I was, I had plans to go on a walk with a friend during lunch, and it was pouring during lunch, and I was like, well, I still like, kind of want to see this friend. I'm like, dang it, I wish my dog could walk on a treadmill. I like literally had that thought today. Yeah, I'm like that would be so cool. What a party trick. I, okay, yeah, 2024 20 goal right there. I'm going to get my dog walking, walking on a walking tread. On yes, for when I'm lazy. <laughs> you could just stand next to them, too, yeah. holding the leash. Right. Yeah, or a little walk. tree in front of them. <laughs> Except so this funny. is probably bad because then I won't hold myself accountable to get outside and go get my steps in. So. Totally, like, it's a catch-22. doesn't make you feel guilty. Yeah. 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 No, for sure. Some things that I feel like I implement over um, winter, and I kind of, you know, talked about this with since it gets darker so much earlier, I, like, don't like really going out after that. So I try to do more, like, coffee social things with my friends because also, like, who doesn't love, like, a warm beverage in the morning when it's cold outside? And so that, like, helps me get out of bed of, like, oh, I love coffee. I love, like, a warm drink in the morning. And, I you know, I can be social with my friend. And I don't have to feel like, oh, my gosh, it's 6 o'clock and it's pitch black outside and I don't want to leave. Like, you kind of get that in the morning. And I've noticed the more – and this is kind of hard, but the more productive my morning is, the better my whole day is. Mm -hmm. And so, like, just trying to find something in the morning that works for me – is um like been a game changer so I've also been telling a few of my clients about this that have you know a lot of and this is something that the broader um like population has a hard time with is motivation and discipline and like they're like what do I do I'm not motivated during winter and I'm like I don't know a single person who is like welcome to the club yeah (laughs) yeah welcome happy to have you here but like (laughs) trying to like so I always lay out my clothes like in the morning for um, my workout so I know I'm about to get in something warm and then I like to have like a what is my treat that I'm gonna do after my class and it doesn't have to be food it could be like oh I'll take 15 minutes and like 
watch a TV show or I'll do a bath with like a bath bomb after my workout or like I'll make myself like a coffee or something like that. Just have something to look forward to after your workout that you know is like going to be worth it and you can be excited for that. Um, So I feel like that's been something that I've been trying to implement and it's hard, but Again, motivation is just not around this time of year. So you have to kind of create those little like dopamine hits throughout your day and that you can look forward to. And everyone's different. Everyone, you know, finds fun and pleasure in different things. So like what is yours and what's going to kind of help you get out of bed in the morning? Mm -hmm. Now, I love that idea, Um, Kristen, kind of like rewarding yourself. It's almost like creating that extrinsic motivation for you. Um, so let's say you just, you find yourself having a morning where you don't get your workout in. Do you then not reward yourself? Mm. (laughs) Or do Um, you still reward yourself? I probably do. (laughs) To be honest, Kristen. No, I'm kidding. Uh, busted. Um, no, I definitely do, but, uh, I find myself like, I'm kind of mad at myself whenever mm-hmm. I'm like, it just doesn't hit as much. I'm like, okay, well now I'm like mad about it that I didn't do it. So I kind of have like my own personal like angel devil on my shoulder that will kind of push me. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do. it though. <laughs> I still reward myself, you know? <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting to hear though, that you didn't really get the dopamine fix that you typically get, you know, if you did accomplish that one thing. And so it's still more rewarding, you know, had you gotten up, put your workout clothes on, got it done and then rewarded yourself. But, um, but for those of you out there, if maybe not rewarding yourself (laughs) is going to help keep you accountable, then you can try that method. Um, but everything you guys were talking about, it's what I was going to say is literally dopamine. That's literally all it is. So dopamine is your happy chemical. It's your, your reward chemical. And quite literally when we eat, dopamine gets released. This is why food is so naturally rewarding. This is why we cope with food, why we comfort with food. You get that quick fix. It's like a drug. It really is. We're like fiending for it. And now we're in these winter months where we need it even more. And so one of the huge things I've been talking to my clients about is finding your dopamine fixes, kind of like you mentioned, Kristen, because everyone is different. And the first thing I say is I can't give you this answer. This is something that you need to brainstorm on your own because we all respond to different things. I can tell you what I do, but I need you to really think within what's going to make you happy. What is going to give you that release? And ironically, one of the biggest ones for me, because it does two things is walking my dog. Obviously if it's not raining and like having flash floods, but that gets me outside. It gets me, actually it's three things, gets me getting my steps in and gets her exercise and when I see her happy I literally light up like yes I know I'm obsessed with my dog but I'm so bonded with her and when I see her happy I immediately get that dopamine fix um when she's in her playful moods I'll get on the ground all fours with her and play with her and play or wrestle with the toys and like that truly 
like makes me happy. And so that is something like if I'm starting to feel lack of motivation, let's just say I don't feel like working out today. And that's okay, you guys. It's it's okay if you didn't do the workout that you intended on doing. But what are you going to do instead to honor your body, you know, and to really give yourself that self-care? And sometimes that's me just going for a walk with my dog because it really does have so many different positive effects. Mm -hmm. And so that's just to tell everyone, don't beat yourself up during these months. I mean, this is hard. And if what you had planned doesn't go as planned, it's okay. You can adapt, you can pivot and find other things that make you happy. And so, um, that's all. Yeah. I mean, that's truly, I know it's easier said than done, but a dopamine fix is ultimately what's going to help you get out of this seasonal affect disorder, you know, and just kind of feel like yourself again. Totally. I actually, that, it reminded me of another tip that I've been telling my clients and that I live by is when you said your workout might not look like you planned. I know in this time around, and it's kind of different because I go to a structured gym now that it's like kind of a class. I do F45, but when I was working out on my own, I like upper body days are so much more mint or so much less mentally like exhausting Mm -hmm. than leg days were for me and so if I was like just really not feeling it in the morning I'd be like okay you know what I can do an arm day like that's fine if it was a leg day and I was like I I can't do this but Mm -hmm. like arms felt way more doable to me I was like okay that's fine like I'll do arms and so telling my clients like what is that exercise that you feel isn't so daunting and that like you feel like you can do and just do that and like it's okay if it's not the best workout of your life but more than likely the hardest part is getting there once Mm -hmm. you get started more than likely you'll find yourself being like okay I can do it like it's whatever Mm -hmm. um and so just like really finding what works for you and what's easy and just using that to just get out of your Mm -hmm. head and then you'll be okay once you get there yeah. And you're never going to regret moving your body. Right. You know, no, you're not going to be in the gym being like, oh, why the hell am I here? You're going to be like, yeah. damn, I am proud to at least get myself here. Yeah. Or like a walk outside. I am proud of myself for literally just doing this. And that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Because that's still totally. you keeping your health goals top of mind. I mean, um, you don't need to crush your workouts every single day and hit your macro spot on every single day in order to see lasting change. You really Mm -hmm. don't. And obviously we harp on that all the time with our clients Mm -hmm. that you don't need to be perfect. Just be consistent. Mm -hmm. And during these harder months, find the things that are going to help you be consistent. Yeah. And one thing I think we all kind of talk about with our clients is sometimes perfection raises a like red flag to us of like, okay, what are this clearly isn't sustainable. Like what are you white knuckling? Like sometimes Mm -hmm. perfection is you exhausting yourself to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, I always joke like our clients that come in that have more of that type A personality, they like thrive off of tracking macros because Mm -hmm. they love, you know, they just Mm -hmm. love the organization of it, of hitting their macros. But then it's a double-edged sword, right? Because they're like, but I need to hit my macros spot on. I'm like, it's just, it's not going to happen. Like, and I'm type A too. Absolutely. And that Mm -hmm. was something that I had to give up. And once you do, you're like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm the same way. And whenever I talk to my clients, I'm like, like first week, 
our first week check-in or whatever, I'm like, you don't need to be perfect and you're not going to be able to because literally no one is. So don't even try, honestly. Getting close enough is great. And mm-hmm. um, that goes with everything, literally every every part of your health and part of your life, to be honest. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Point. It's basically not putting unnecessary pressure on yourself because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we say, this is a lifestyle and not a deadline. So you shouldn't pressure yourself to have to do certain things on certain days. You know, it will all come with time as long as you are turning it into a lifestyle and you're enjoying it and not feeling like it's a chore. Mm-hmm. If you feel like it's a chore, then yes, of course. you. There's going to be some days where you're just going to go, F this. I don't want to freaking do this today, yeah. yep. especially during these months. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. You know what? This is so random, but... One thing, I'm sure a client has brought this up to you, but how some, like we, we teach our clients the importance of NEAT, right? Um, non-exercise, activity, thermogenesis, you know, steps, all those things, right? And we're like, track your steps. You know, we just want to see where you're at. But then they get obsessive with tracking their steps mm-hmm. and their Apple watch almost makes them feel shameful if they don't get a certain amount of steps. So where I'm going with this is there are certain days where I know I'm just kind of in that lazier mood, but I'm still going to, you know, go out, walk, do something. I take my watch off. I'm like, I don't care today because I don't, I'm proud of myself for at least getting out and walking. I don't need a watch to tell me that it wasn't enough. I don't need Mm -hmm. a watch to tell me it wasn't significant. And so (laughs) that's something I had a really hard convo with a client. I'm like, ditch the fucking watch ditch it yeah. stop you're yep. letting it have too much power over you mm-hmm. yes. I mean you don't need to like every single day but on certain days where you just know you may not get as much activity yeah. in just take it off take it off yeah yep. I did that yes. yesterday so oh, yeah for you I do it Sundays because let's get real I don't do anything Sundays. yeah <laughs> honestly that is my day that I don't do anything yeah I ditched my watch like two years ago I haven't worn it mm-hmm. at all and it's honestly been so nice because I yeah. just like I don't feel the guilt and mm-hmm. I mean I I've been doing it for long enough that I know I'm not just sitting around like right. and I'm okay but like oh god it's so freeing yeah. I love you don't, it I'm like goodbye. you don't, yeah you don't realize how hard it really is to get 10,000 steps sometimes it's so <laughs> okay it's like three and a half miles <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a lot it's tough it's a yeah. lot it's especially lot. right now it's so yes. hard right now absolutely Ugh. And so that's why I should get a standing debt or a walking um, pad just because like I'm on meetings all the time. So yeah, I might as well yeah. be walking while I'm on these meetings. Yes. So. <laughs> I will say I had a conversation with a client about her walking pad. Um, she hadn't tried it out yet. And I was like, well, you know, you see everybody like while they're like working, walking on it and stuff. And I did try that in the beginning. Um, and it just didn't work out for me. I have almost <laughs> fallen off of it. <laughs> like several times <laughs> but it doesn't have the railing so like a regular oh, yeah, treadmill, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and it's smaller so you like have to be like kind of focused honestly mm-hmm. um on it and so I do it whenever I'm like listening to a podcast watching tv where I'm like kind of half watching half paying attention to the walking pad and that just is probably me but um that was one thing I was like whenever you're gonna go walk on it I was talking to this specific client. She just had a hard time like actually doing it. It's like maybe try and habit stack with something that is fun. So that's why for me, I watch TV, listen to a podcast, do something enjoyable um, whenever I'm trying to walk. But yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. just a little 
FYI for the walking bed, I guess. <laughs> I have a Don't coworker. multitask. Yeah, yeah I have be a careful at least. Every call we're on, she's walking on her walking bed. And it Me just like her. kills me every time she comes up on camera and she's walking. Like it makes me laugh so hard. But she's like, oh yeah, I'm on mile like nine. And I'm like, God. Oh, oh my God. Gosh. I know. And she's like, she's getting like pretty 20, high up in our company too, which makes me laugh even more because I just know she's on serious calls and she's just like just walking, walking on her walking path. <laughs> and oh it's so gosh. funny. Her, you can like see her gait, her like sway. Yeah. It's funny. I would definitely fall. I would definitely oh, yeah. percent fall. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done it. It's, I haven't fallen. I've <laughs> oh, no. almost fallen. Almost fallen. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, Asterisk. I was like, I was picturing that now and I'm dying laughing inside. <laughs> I mean, so if funny. someone gets it on a Zoom, that'd be kind of cool. But <laughs> that would funny. be iconic. Later on. Can you imagine if you're on like an important <laughs> meeting and you just go flying? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awful. I wouldn't Luckily, I don't have any of those kind of meetings in my life. So I'm like, it's okay. Oh, but so yeah, funny. that would be like, This is my formal resignation. I'll see you never again. <laughs> Just like a log off. But first, I am going to make this video go viral because this yeah. is great. It will. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. <clears throat> well, ladies, anything else that you guys want to add advice-wise for people out there experiencing. Yeah, go for it. Um, So as I was thinking of all of these things to um, help you during the winter, I did want to mention, you know, we're kind of in like an extreme weather, like all of us. So the Mm -hmm. flooding, the crazy snow weather and everything where we like can't actually get outside. But for a lot of us, most of the time, it's not extreme. You can still get outside. So making sure that you're not giving yourself an excuse. And I, and during this time, I know a lot of people aren't, it truly is rough out there, but, um, you can always bundle up. You can put on a coat, sweats, boots, whatever, and walk. And something that reminded me of that, I saw, I think it was like a TikTok or a reel or something. And this lady, she was in a Northern state where it was, there was snow on the ground and she had good boots on. She invested in some like nice, like winter gear and still got outside. And that way she could still get the vitamin D Mm -hmm. Um, and then just get fresh air because it, as you all know, after listening to this, it's that important. Um, so just adding that on there, like if you can get outside, get outside, bundle up Mm -hmm. and, um, get some walking in. Um, one last thing I want to add to that now is I actually love Kristen's idea of making plans with friends because one, that's going to hold you accountable and, When you're social, and we talk about this all the time, right? Like, how am I going to be social and still reach my health goals? Being social doesn't have to be revolved around drinking alcohol and eating, going to get a coffee, going on a walk with a friend. If you struggle to get outside, like Morgan was just saying, because it's cold and miserable, make sure that you and your friend, you know, plan it because Mm -hmm. then you hold each other accountable and then you have someone to talk to, you know, who doesn't like to gossip while they're walking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yes, plans with friends don't always have to revolve around things that are going to be detrimental to your health. It can actually be revolved around things that are going to help you with your health goals. And so that's definitely something to lean in on and don't isolate yourself, you know, when you're feeling depressed, because those are the things that are going to get you out of that black hole and find that motivation again and yeah and just carry on yes but anything else that you'd like to add Kristen 
Um, I actually was going to say bring a friend, so you brought it home Nailed with it. a bow on it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, um, we are going to wrap this up. We just wanted to talk about, you know, things that we're experiencing right now, like to normalize us. We are coaches, but we go through the same things that our clients go through. And so we hope that, you know, what we do to help ourselves through these seasons are helpful for you. But of course, if you ever need that added motivation, don't ever um, forget. You can always text your coaches, um, text your friends, anything for support because that's what we're here for. So until next time. We will see you guys then. Bye. Bye.